0: Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi rahmatullahi wa Peace and blessings ladies and gentlemen welcome billahi I seek refuge with Allah from the shaitan the stone Bismillahir rahmanir rahim With the name of Allah most gracious most merciful The topic is what al-Quran says about Ashrul Hurum the sacred or the forbidden months. That's the topic. <clears throat> Before I uh, discuss the Ayas related to this topic, I will just discuss few concepts as to the times. Because the month is, uh, is basically, uh, there are two types of months in, in, in the world. One is the solar system, and one is the lunar system. The solar system, the timings that by virtue the Muslims or the mankind lives is by the solar system, by the sun. The earth revolving around its axis is one day. If it completes a one uh, circle, it's one day. And once it completes its orbit, it's a year when the earth revolves around the sun, so year, months, days and seconds and timings and minutes are obtained by the solar system, are the solar days. Similarly, when the moon revolves on its axis and it goes around the earth, it's a lunar day or the lunar months. So generally in the whole world, Mostly, people know only the solar system, but we Muslims are not only following the solar system, lunar days and solar days. Some of our the uh, Muslim brothers have propagated as the lunar calendar to the non-Muslims, as they follow the lunar days only. To make a correction is that when we follow the timings of the Salah or the prayer, we follow the solar system. It's by the sun. So when we offer Salah or establish the Salah, the prayer, we are following the solar system. So the day, we follow the day and night prayers by solar system, the timings of the prayers. But once we follow the month of Ramadan and the month of Hajj, that Eid and Ramadan and Eid and Hajj and Baqir Eid, these are followed by the lunar system. So Muslims are following both systems. The prayers are being ordained by the solar system or the watch or what our lives are. That what If I ask you, what is your, how many years you have lived on this planet Earth what is your age so you say I am so many years that is by the solar system. So in the Quran you can find these kinds both of these are, are uh, discussed. But what the topic is what are those sacred months or the Ashhur home sacred months So first I have to introduce to you the two systems that is why I'm telling you this these two two types of systems are known. So there are 12 months in a lunar year and there are 12 months in a solar year. There is no difference. But that, uh, the difference is their timings. 20, uh, 20 days, 10 days, lunar lunar year is less in a year. It is There is a difference of 10 days in a lunar year. Solar days, incompatible. So that is why the months of the lunar months, are, are keep on changing in solar year the lunar months in the year solar year the lunar months are keep on changing that is why you see Ramadan have come in summer winter so because of the they are in the they are following the lunar days and the solar days are are, are the, by the Sun so there is a difference in it of 10 days so in 12 months in a solar day, and 12 months in a lunar day, what are those holy months or the sacred months or what are those forbidden months? That's our topic because uh, in generally there is a difference of opinions in the forbidden month or the sacred months or the holy months. There's a difference in the opinions of the Muslim scholars. So I would like to tell you what what, uh, what is known to mankind and when we'll analyze the ayahs in relation to the forbidden months or the sacred months, we can understand okay, what is mentioned by the mankind of Muslims for these months and what is mentioned in the Quran. And we'll analyze the first month in the. If you open the page, first page in the booklet. where it is mentioned lunar months of a year lunar months of the year, that page these are the months generally a calendar that has been derived by the Muslims it has been from the old times first I will read this, I will just read it and then we will discuss the first month in the Muslim calendar is Muharram, the first month the second month is the Safar The third is the Rabiul Awwal. The fourth is Rabiul Sani. The five is Jamadil Awwal. The sixth is Jamaadil Thani The seven is Rajab The eight is Shaaban The nine is Ramadan The ten is Shawwal The eleventh is Dhul Qad And the twelfth is Dhul Hijjah these are the 12 months known to mankind in a calendar. The first, if you look at the first two, the first two months, I would like to tell you that there has been change in the names by a certain group of people and now they have become famous. Normally in the so-called pre-Islamic era, they say the first was Safar, the Saful Awal, that was generally accepted in the world. That is Safrul Awwal, which people have changed into Muharram. So now the, the Safrul Awwal has become as famous as Muharram. Number two was Safrul Sani. They made it into Safar. This was generally, have changed, according to the historians, they say this change occurred after the, the Muhammad Sallallahu advent then they made this Safrul Awwal into into Muharram and Safrul Sani into Safar. But if you look at the pattern, you will see that the first was Safrul Awwal, the second was Safrul Sani, the third was Rabiul Awwal, the fourth was Rabiul Sani, the fifth was Jamadil uh, Awwal, the sixth was Jamadusani. Sani. So if you look at the pattern, it appears to be that was the right way of the so-called the calendar that was the name was mentioned and that it was carried like this. But the first two change by a a given time. Now, this was the first contradiction in the the names by itself that people have, have changed the names. The second is that what is the sacred or the holy months accepted by the mankind generally. So I will give you two opinions. The first is people say the first is Muharram or you can say Safarul Awal a group of people. Then the second is Rajab. You can note down the first is Safarul Awal or Muharram and the second is Rajab. The third is Dhul Qaad and the fourth is Dhul These are the four months Generally accepted by the so-called Muslim community as the most holy months, or the forbidden months, or the sacred months by a group and a class of people. Then the, the other second opinion is the, the again the other opinion you can again note down the diff, the other opinion is the first is Safar Awal or Muharram. The second is Safar Sani or Safar the two second. The third is Rabil Awal. The third is rabiul Awal and the fourth is dhul qa'dah that is the last 12 month sorry i'm sorry dhul qa'dah no the, the dhul hijjah i'm sorry not dhul qa'dah dhul hijjah the fourth this is the other group of people i repeat the first is Safrul awwal muharram the second is Sani. the third is rabil Awal. the third itself and dhul uh, hijjah that is the fourth month this other group of people are accepting these are the four holy months or the forbidden or the sacred months. These are two classes of people generally accepted, accepting as the holy or the forbidden months. Now, I would also like to tell you the word haram or haram in Arabic is basically, the meaning of haram is forbidden, the basic meaning. And the second meaning or the, uh, the synonym meaning is sacred or holy, but more accurate is forbidden. Look, like the eating of a, the flesh of a swine is haram. When I say haram, it means forbidden. But if you say the four months, in four months, what is forbidden? And why the months are forbidden? That's the topic. Why the months are forbidden? What? Why the month? month we don't eat the flesh of a swine because it is a forbidden meat. It is a haram meat. So why the months are forbidden? So months are not doing anything, the months are forbidden because we people calculate the time. So what will happen in those months, we will analyze. But before we come to that directly, I will read the first ayah, the timings, and then we will discuss the topic. The first is Surah Yunus 10 and Ayah 5. I think that's the first page. Who Surah so, Yunus know, 10 and I have 5 Huwal ladhi ja'ala ash-shamsa dhia' wal qamara nooran wa qaddara manazila lit'lamu adada sinin wal hisab Ma khalaqa Allahu dhalika illa bil haqq yufassilu ayati Likomi qaumin ya'lamun It is he who has made the sun shining and the moon to be a light or reflection, and he has evaluated its lunar mansion, that is each of the 28 divisions of the ecliptic occupied by the moon, on successive days. For you to know the number of the years and the calculations, Allah has not created that except with the truth. He has explained the ayah signs in detail, for the, for the people to know, people who know. In this ayah, if you note, Allah is mentioning about the sun as a shining and the moon as a reflection, The, the its uh, nature, the sun itself it shines. There is something, it's burning itself, the sun. But that sunlight, when it comes on the moon, moon is just a reflector of that sunlight. So it's a light moon is a light. It's a reflection noor, of the sun rays. By itself, it's not boiling like sun is boiling of fire, too much of balls of fire, fire, fireballs within the sun. But moon is not like that. So the sun that reflects onto the moon, so moon gives a reflection and you can see the moon. So moon is a reflection. But Allah is telling us that you should calculate the timings of the year and general timings by the sun and moon there are other verses of the ayahs in the Quran also that we have made this for calculation of time here also adada sinin wa hesab adada sinin means years and hisab is calculation so you can calculation the timings so mankind had studied and they have made a watch following the sun timings solar timings solar timings so you know what's the time now and what's the time now in th- minutes and seconds that is by the rotation of the earth around its orbit and around its axis around the sun so you have calculated so let us say you calculate the years and timings from the moon and the sun both so this is, ayat is only telling us that the hisab other, other the sinin and hisab you can done by these by, by the sun and the moon both especially the moon for the lunar calendar lunar days and sun for the solar days. This was this, by by virtue we only understand this point from here. And Allah has not created except with the truth. He has explained the ayah signs in detail for the people who know, so that you can calculate the timings of the years and timings of the people. This is only, I have to mention this ayah. Now the specific topic, now for uh, ayahs for our topic is, what are those months or the holy or forbidden months? Next ayah. Sura Toba 9 and I 36. Sorry, yes. Surah Toba 9, I 36. Inna in the Shuhuri and the Inna in the Shuhuri and the law. Itna Ashra Sharon Fikitabilla. Yoma Kalaka Sama Wati will earth. Minha Arbatun Hurum. There is Dinul dinu kayim. فلا تظلموا فيهن أنفسكم وقاتل كما يقاتلونكم أن الله مع المتقين. Surely the number of the months in the nearness of Allah are twelve months in the book of Allah. The day He created the skies and the earth for those from those. Four are sacred, holy, forbidden. That is established judgment. So you do not oppress yourself, soul, psyche in them by fighting and you fight the mushrik associates entirely like that they fight you entirely and know that Allah is with those who guard themselves. Now I I, I will read Go by page by page continuously, portions so to establish the four months. Just I will read this in this ayah, I will detail, uh, explain you in detail afterwards. But first, I am just telling you in this ayah, we have come to know that there are four holy or sacred forbidden months. The Arabic word word is minha arbatun hurum, minha in the year. Minha, in the year there are four months Arba Hurum, Arbatun Hurum, four months forbidden. This, this whole verse I will de- explain in detail, just to make you the point in your mind that from where we got that four are forbidden. In this ayah, Minha Arbatun Hurum, four are forbidden. So from this verse I will explain you in detail afterwards, you go to the next space to understand what about the four months. just next page. I'll just read few few points to show you how we establish what are those four months. In Surah Al-Baqarah 2 ayah 194 ash haramu al-haram al-haram wal-khurmaat Qasas, qisas fa manir tada alaykum fa-tadu alayhi bimithli ma-tada alaykum wa-tadu lah <laughs> wa-alamu anna Allahumma al-muttaqeen the sacred holy forbidden month is with the sacred holy forbidden month. And the sanctities have relations. So whosoever aggresses on you, so you aggress on him with the example of what he aggresses on you. And take guard of Allah and know that Allah is with those who guard themselves. So again, I'm reading few few portions. In this ayah, I'm just telling you one little portion: Asharu, al Haram. Bishar al-Haram the forbidden month or the sacred month is with the sacred holy or forbidden month just little, this much before ayat in that previous ayat, sorry previous ayat we understood there are four forbidden sacred months, four so we are trying to find out from the Quran what are those four months That's the discussion or the topic from the Quran. So we come to know from this verse, ayah that asharul haram be haram that the forbidden month is with the forbidden month. They are with the forbidden month. Forbidden month is with the forbidden month. Meaning they are interconnected. You understand what I am saying? that the forbidden month is with the forbidden month they are interconnected they are not separate like we have read before i i i, I, I not read i explained to you that the people are thinking the first is the muharram the second is the rajab so there is a month of seven months rajab is the seventh month the first month is muharram the seventh is seventh is rajab so it is not with the with the forbidden month it is not with, because the ayah says, "Asharul Haramu bi Haram." The forbidden month is with the forbidden month. But when we come to the last uh, two months, Dhu'l and Dhu'l is the eleventh month, eleventh month and twelfth month, They are two together. They are two together. This is the Quran it says, "Asharul Haram bi Haram." Forbidden month is with the forbidden month. But the first month is the is Muharram or Safrul al Awal, the first month in the lunar calendar. First month, I read first. First month is the Safrul al or the Muharram. Then the seventh month, seventh month is the Rajab, is is they say is forbidden. So first is Muharram, the seventh is is uh, Rajab, and Zul Qa'da and Zul Hijjah is this is the two two. 11 and 12 So these two are together But first and seven are not together But Allah says haram, bishar haram Forbidden month is for, with the forbidden month So we understand by reading this only I am not d- d- discussing in detail I am just trying to establish That the forbidden month Is with the forbidden month And there are four forbidden months There are four forbidden months But they should be with each other With together So we have found out by reading the ayahs and what people are saying, the two months are together, but one and seven and these two are not together; they are separate, so they cannot be forbidden. Now, if you read further, I am just reading it. I will come back again, read the whole ayat, and explain the whole ayahs afterwards. The, then the further ayat is Surah Al-Baqarah, two and ayah 185. Shahru Ramadan Alladhi Unzilafihil Qur'an Hudal Nas Wa Bayinatim Mir Huda Wal Furqan. Ramadan is the month in which Al- Al-Quran is revealed as a guide for mankind and for the clarification from guidance and from the criterion. So amongst you whosoever witnessed that month, then he should fast in it. Now one month by the name Ramadan is mentioned in the Quran. I read to you 12 months. There were total in a lunar, lunar days, lunar month, lunar calendar or lunar year, there are twelve months. And in that, only one month is mentioned the Quran is Ramadan. Ramadan. Ramadan is the month in which the Quran was sent down. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm asking all of you, don't you or won't you call this as the forbidden or the sacred holy month? come on Ramadan is holy or forbidden or sacred month so we have come to know Ramadan is mentioned by name in the Quran and this is the so called the first month we have come to know from the Quran the month name is mentioned by itself is the forbidden or the holy or the sacred month the first month Ramadan I am not saying first is in, in, in but we know from the calendar that Ramadan is the Ninth month in the calendar. Ninth month. In the lunar 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 uh, month, year, this is the ninth month, Ramadan. We know this. So by the principle Allah is, what we know, we have come to know from the Quran, the one month is Ramadan and that is forbidden and sacred. We have come to know from the Quran. Further, we have already come to know, there are four sacred or forbidden months four, we know this from the Quran there are four sacred months and we have come to know by the reading of these three ayahs that Ramadan is the is the forbidden holy month, we have come to know this now we have read one ayah four we know and one we know Ramadan by, and Allah says Ramad- uh, sacred month is with the sacred month Hol- forbidden month is with the forbidden month. Forbidden month, sanctity is based on with the sacred month. This we have come to know. Ashalul Haramu bi al Haram. Ashalul Haramu bi Haram. Forbidden month is with the forbidden month. So those people who are sitting and have attending for the first time think four months. We know first one we know Ramadan. If you look at the if you don't know look at the calendar. If you look at the calendar, I I gave you Ramadan is the ninth month in the calendar. I'm asking those people who are attending for the first time. Ninth month is mentioned in the calendar as the ninth month, Ramadan is wholly forbidden. And Allah is mentioned four as sacred. To make it easier, just open this also and I, I go for further ayahs. Just keep this page open. The further ayahs you have to go on page Al-Baqarah 2 and ayah 197. Al-Hajju Ma'lumat This much I am reading. Al-Hajju Ma'lumat The translation is the month of Hajj are noon. The month of Hajj are known. So, ladies and gentlemen, listen. The ninth month is Ramadan. Ninth month is Ramadan. Ninth month. If you look at the calendar, you can see the ninth month. In the calendar, ninth month you can see. And Allah says, (laughs) Al Hajj, Al Hajju, Asharu Malumat. The months of Hajj you know so now second month is with the second month we have come to know second month is with the second month so Ramadan is the first month what is the next month no Shavwal the tenth month and Zul Qa'da is, is together is eleventh and Zul Hajj is twelve so how many is four so they are together so by reading of the quranic ayat we have come to know that ramadan is the first shawwal is the second because they are together zil is the third and the fourth is dhil hajj so now the first ramadan is the month of ramadan what happens in the month of ramadan we will discuss in detail but the three other months are the hajj months because Allah said alhajju ashirun ma'lumat all the people, Muslim, all the people know what are those hajj months. We, Allah said, al-hajju ashrum ma'lumah, the hajj months you know. So we know these three as shawwal, the tenth month, Zul Qaada is the eleventh, and twelve is the, is the zilhaj. So Allah say you know this. For Ramadan is mentioned, and he's given the three. You, you know these three, the fourth is the Ramadan is mentioned by name, and these three are mentioned, you know, you can know. So they are four. Sacred and forbidden months. Anybody who has not understood? Okay? Any up till now. So this is how we come to know what are those forbidden sacred months. Hajj months are well known and the Hajj months are Shawwal, Qaad, and Hijj, and Ramadan is mentioned by name. So they are all a sharu Bishar Al Haram. Sacred month, forbidden month is with the sacred month and the forbidden month. So they are all together. So after Ramadan, Ramadan month comes, the first forbidden month and then all the three are the Hajj months. They are known. So this is how. So now I will read from the first ayah or that ayah and explain one by one how the lecture will go. You have to go to at uh, yeah, 9 and Ayah 36. So these we have established from the reading of few three ayahs or three four ayahs that there are four forbidden sacred months. Four. Ramvan is mentioned by name and the Hajj months are known. So Hajj months are Zul Qa'ada, and Zulhij. This is mentioned. Now if you go back to Surah Tawbah 9 and Ayah 36 we, we read and discuss. Inna Indata Shuri and Allah Itna Ashra Shahwan Fikitabilla Yauma Khalkas Halakhas Samawatiwal Ad Minha Arba hurum Khurum Dinul Kayim Falatad Limufi Hinna Anfusakum Wakati al Mushikina Kafa Kama Yukati Lunakum Kafa Walamu An Allahama Al Muttaqeen Surely the months of the surely the number of the months in the nearness of Allah are twelve months in the book of Allah the day he created the skies and the earth from those four are sacred or forbidden months and we have discussed and come to know they are Ramadan Shawwal, Zul qaada and Zul Hijj that is the judgment established so you do not oppress your psyche in them by fighting and you fight the mushrik associates entirely like they fight you entirely and know that Allah is with those who guard themselves so in these in the portions of the ayas we have come to know that Allah uh, in the first it says there are 12 months in the nearness of Allah or in the book of Allah 12 months and um, from among those 12 months when he created the skies and the earth Allah created the skies and does and 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 He says that there are twelve months, which twelve months, and out of those twelve months, four are forbidden, sacred or holy, and that we have discussed and come to know Ramadan, Shaval, Zul Qadha, and Zul Hijj. We have come to know. So what? What? Why they are forbidden, and what is is forbidden? Again, we will discuss in the ayat. But before I discuss the I would like to tell you something eating the flesh of a swine is forbidden but you cannot eat it until it's an emergency if you are in emergency you can eat the flesh of a swine if there is no other way around in your life where you are stuck up or something very difficult in, in saving a life you can say you can eat the flesh of a swine also but generally it is known as haram but you see why the months are made sacred. There are certain things that are lawful for you, and there are certain things which are unlawful for you. In the in the in the, that is the lawful food and unlawful food, or lawful doing and unlawful doing. That you have to do this and you have not to do this. There are certain things that are dos, and there are certain things that are don'ts. But in in certain situations. Like for example, in the month of Ramadan, we fast. We all know this. Meaning, what is the fasting? That a lawful food, like eat and drink, the drinking of the lawful food and drinking of the lawful drink, it becomes forbidden on you in, while you are fasting. While I am fasting, food which is tayyab, good food, lawful food, I can eat, I can drink lawful drinks but in the month of ramadan it is forbidden i do not eat lawful food i do not eat lawful drink so this is why the month itself becomes forbidden that in that month we muslims are fasting in ramadan and we do not eat and drink on a specific time from fajr from sunrise to sunset we do not eat lawful food but that food is not unlawful. It is lawful. But it we have made it unlawful. Allah has made it unlawful in a specific timings. So that is why the month has become forbidden. We should know why we are making why Allah has made the month forbidden or sacred or muharram or mutiram. We have come, we should know this. So so Allah says in that month, I, I will I will we will read one by one and then you can discuss. But here it says, so you do not oppress your souls or psyche in them by fighting. Meaning, whatever is mentioned in the Quran that in the month of Ramadan, if you are fasting, you cannot fight, and you cannot oppress your soul in the month of Ramadan. I am just giving you one example. But when I will read, you can do many other things. You don't have to do. So, when in the month of Ramadan, if I fast, I do not fight because it is a forbidden month you are not allowed to fight so Allah said you do not oppress yourself so psyche in them by fighting and you fight the as so entirely like what they find you entirely in other than the sacred months after the 4 months have passed you can fight them but in the month of Ramadan when you are fasting or you, there are others do's and do's you are not allowed to fight in the month of Sacred months or forbidden month. So four months, in the four months how, in all these four months you cannot fight. You cannot fight in these four months because they are forbidden. So fighting is prohibited. Fighting is haram or forbidden in the forbidden months to fight. In the months of which are forbidden and you cannot fight the mushriks. You can fight them entirely other than those four months, eight months. From Muharram to uh, what is this? Eight months is shaban. Eight months from Muharram to Safar, Awal to Muharram, so from to eight months shawban you can fight. But other than uh, in the four months Ramadan, Shawwal, Zikat, Zulqal, and Zulhijjah, you you are not allowed to fight. So, so because the they are forbidden months. So in that forbidden month, the law is applied not to fight. So that is why they are forbidden. So the four months are, in the four months you cannot fight; they are a forbidden month. So why I am telling you, why I am trying to tell you is a lawful uh, fighting is lawful. It is a, a requirement according to situation, but it becomes forbidden in the month of uh, not in the not only the month of Ramadan but all these four months because they are forbidden months. So months are sanctity is based on certain laws. Which are lawful in other way in other months but become unlawful in those specific months. Those, the, the, those specific months it becomes unlawful. So first we have come to know by in this ayah that in the four forbidden months or the sacred months, fighting is prohibited. One act is mentioned, one do. You are you can fight, but it's a do, but it becomes forbidden in the four months. <clears throat> So now in Surah At-Tawbah 9 and Ayah 2 فَسِيحُوا فِي الْأَرْضِ أَرْبَعَةَ أشهر أَنَّكُمْ غَيْرُ مُعْجِزِ اللَّهِ وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ مخز الْكَافِرِينَ Then make a trip in the earth in four months and know that you cannot disable the will of Allah and that Allah will disgrace those who reject. Now it says, Normally, People who take up the responsibility of visiting for Hajj, Hajj is an obligatory but con- it is a first but conditional. No, everybody is not allowed or uh, they cannot perform Hajj until they have got the means to provide and in that means is money, wealth, health, everything. So whoever got the capacity or the will and ability to perform and go and visit Makkah for Hajj, he can visit so in this verse it said, said that make a trip in four months for performing Hajj if you intend to do so. So normally people start, normally before the month of Ramadan it is not uh, uh, Hajj month but it is a month of fasting but people start visiting before the month of uh, Hajj to visit that they want to spend the whole month Ramadan there and then they, for, for the Hajj they go there. So in, in 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 Mecca or in Saudi Arabia, if you go, you are going there for Umrah, so after the last ten days or after the Eid, if you they, they give you a specific era or timings are mentioned that if you stay beyond that time, if you are in those limited sense of those days are there in Mecca, if you want to stay back for Hajj you can stay. That's the law of Saudi Arabia. That for example I went to Umrah. Uh, in the month of Ramadan in the end of the month of Ramadan and Ramadan is finished and I hide myself my visa is being expired and I hide myself till 15 10 days so that I can be a part of the Hajj, Hajj so they if you be hide and then after that you they say okay now we are announcing Saudi say we are announcing a date and date and times if you are hiding you come out we will not send you back you can perform the Hajj and then go back so they get special visa so this is what I said, you can make a trip if you are... So what I am trying to say, they know this. So if you are in that, in the travelling of that city, that place, so they have made that sanctity, they made a law that if you want to stay for Hajj now, you can stay back. So they gave a special visa. But people, you know, they can use, misuse, and people are misusing, so they are staying back. After the Hajj also. They want to do certain jobs. That's a separate story. But what I am trying to say is, they give you the permission that there is a limit that if you come in that limit, I don't. They, they announce themselves. That's their system. If they, they come in that days, so you can stay back. So here we have come to know that you can make a trip for Hajj. So Allah says, man, make a trip in the in the earth for those who for Hajj in four months, and that you cannot disable the will of Allah, and and that Allah will disgrace those who reject. It's a it's a practice. It's a general practice. People are traveling for hajj from the month of ramadan and before the month of ramadan and the umrah visas are stopped so they don't after the last 10 nights the 10 nights 10, the month of ramadan they do not allow the umrah they say now it's the days of hajj has started so it starts from the month of ramadan traveling time <coughs> so this is also confirming our four months these eyes are confirming that ramadan shawwal zilqad and Hajj are all together these eyes, i'm reading and you are confirming what are those forbidden months <clears throat> now the surah al baqarah 2 and i 194 the sacred holy forbidden month is with the sacred holy forbidden month and the sanctities that is what is forbidden, have relations of the months of the, of the months itself and the do's and the don'ts. I'll explain to you. So whosoever aggresses on you, so you aggresses on him. With the example of what he aggresses on you. And take guard of Allah and know that Allah is with those who guard themselves. Now Allah says, Haram, I explain to you that the forbidden month is with the forbidden month. We have understood that. Uh, Ramadan Shavwal zulkada and Zilaj all are with together now what, first, uh, the, the next portion is wal hurumat qisas is sanctities qisas is relations now sanctity of those month and what ha- what what people Muslims are ordained by those month in those months have relations if for example, if you uh, take up a duty of performing pilgrimage or hajj, there are certain rules on you. You have to wear ram and other things. I am not going to, I am just trying to point out what are those sanctities. So there are certain acts which you have to take when you are performing the hajj. So those sanctities have got relations and the month is with that month. So that relations are carried in the other month. Like for example, if I want to perform Hajj, I am not allowed to fight. Suppose, I, we have understood in the four months that we are not allowed to fight in the previous ayah. So what is the relation in those four months that all these four months I will not fight? Well, Hurmatu Qisas means that the sanctity of a month is rela- have relations, it will carry it forward. If I am uh, performing Hajj and I, or, or, or in that month I am not fighting, so that will carry in the four months. So they have got relations, qisas. It does not, it is not only for one month. Exceptions are there I will read and we will, will analyze. So the horomato qisas means they have relations. The sanctities have relations. What are those relations when we read the ayah and when we say this is forbidden, like fighting is forbidden, they, it is relation. So these, will, you will not find fight in all these four months. Not only one specific month, all these four months. They have relations. فَمَنِ عَلَيْكُمْ عَلَيْهِ بِمِثْلِ مَا عَلَيْكُمْ اللَّهُ أَنَّ اللَّهُ مُتَّقِينَ وَأَنَّ اللَّهُ مَعَ الْمُتَّقِينَ So whosoever aggresses on you, so you aggresses on him with the example of what he aggresses on you. And take guard of Allah and know that Allah is with those who guard themselves. In this ayah, meaning that whatever the prohibitions are mentioned, the Quranic ayah, and if he tries to aggress on you of not abiding them, you aggress them back and asking them to abide. Whatever is mentioned in the ayahs, uh, if you are performing hajj or if what is the sanctity of the fasting. So I will explain to you, because these ayahs do not explain the whole matter in one eye. It, it, has, it has another link there. So we will we'll read further and we will come to know one by one. So whatever the forbidden things are mentioned to you, they are forbidden to you in all those four months. And whoever aggresses upon you like that, you aggresses on them back. Take guard of Allah and know that Allah is with those who guard themselves. So now we will start from Ramadan. Surah Al-Baqarah 2 and Ayah 185. Sharu Ramadan al unzila fi al-Quran hudal lil-naas wabayyinat min al-huda wal-furqan Faman man min minkum sharaf al yasumu Ramadan is the month in which Al-Quran is revealed as a guide to mankind for mankind and for the clarification from the guidance and from the criterion. So amongst you who is whosoever witnessed that month, then he should fast in it. So from here we'll understand one by one what are the sanctities, do's and the don'ts, especially in the forbidden month. Ramadan is the month we have come to know that it's a forbidden month. In which the Quran was revealed as a guide for mankind. The Quran, purpose of Quran is to take guidance from the, from the Quran we have to take guidance for mankind. It's a guidance and a clear clarification from the guidance and from the criterion. So amongst you who have witnessed that month, then he should fast in it. In this ayah you will note the Quran is mentioned that it has been revealed in the month of Ramadan. Number one. Purpose for revelation is a guidance for mankind that people should guide their lives and it's a clarification from a criterion and a clarification from criterion that it tells you what are the do's and do's, what is right and wrong. Criterion means it is a criteria. Quran is a criterion. By virtue you can understand what is correct and what is false, what is true and what is wrong. It's a criterion. It's a touchstone. You can judge. What is right and wrong from the Qur'an. What we have to do and what we have not to do. There is a criterion. Now the special thing in the month of Ramadan it is a forbidden month. So whoever is present during that month should fast. Or witness that month should fast. So why it has become we are saying it's a forbidden. Because we as Muslims are fasting. And the detail of the fasting we are not discussing how and from what time is. We know from sunrise to sunset. We fast. So why it has become, in that, what is the fast? That you abstain from drinking, you abstain from eating the lawful, tayyab, good food. Eating of the lawful, tayyab, good food is forbidden. It's not forbidden advice. So that is why it has become a forbidden month. Ramadan has become a forbidden month because we do not eat lawful food in that month. We do not eat or drink lawful good in that month. That becomes lawful, unlawful. That is forbidden. That is uh, the why we, 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 we say it's a forbidden month, sacred month or holy month or forbidden month. So we are doing certain things which is lawful in other months but now it has become unlawful from a certain timings. So this is the important point I was trying to make in why the month is forbidden. It explains the month is, is forbidden because in that month there are special things are associated with it, and uh, that only in that month you are not allowed to do the lawful things. And why Allah says, La'allakum tattakun? Another ayat say, Ya yuladeena amanu kutiba alaykum as-siyam, ta ma kutiba alayladeena min qablikum la'allakum tattakun. O oh, you believe, fasting is written over you as it was written before you, so you can take guard. Taqwa, La'allakum tattakun, take guard. You see, the consciousness and awareness of Allah is to take guard from the ayahs of Allah. You cannot be conscious of Allah's ayahs unless you take guard your psyche by the do's and the don'ts that are mentioned in the Quranic ayats. So, for example, uh, adultery is in any case wrong. But there is a charm to it; people get fascinated, right? So, it's difficult to. It is Allah said, "Do not go near the fornication; it's wrong." it is difficult to control on that in the unlawful things which are mentioned as unlawful do not drink, do not gamble as you are supposed not to do but how you can improve upon Allah has made the lawful things unlawful in the month of Ramadan and make you conscious and aware of certain dues which were lawful so that you can in normal days can control yourself in the, which is around for you I repeat again, that those things which are lawful, that eating of food, like for example, in month of Ramadan you fast. So you don't drink. I've seen young boys and girls, I was young, we do not eat and drink in the month of Ramadan, don't we? Who is looking at you? You become aware, no, no, I cannot eat, I'm fasting. So that means you are increasing your taqwa you are guarding, and you are conscious of Allah that Allah is looking. You can eat and drink in the in the, in the room somewhere, hide and seek, and you can eat and drink, but you don't. In alone, you don't. That is the increment of your taqwa. You are taking guard of Allah's ayat. You are conscious of Allah. Allah become conscious. You become God conscious. You are aware of it. But as the fasting, it, it was it was it developed your personality for a certain period of time. You did not drink, and you did not eat but in the normal days you allowed the lawful food so suppose swine is forbidden and somebody is addict of eating a swine so in the month of Ramadan it came so he is not eating anything so he will not eat the swine suppose so after the month of Ramadan he can quit of not eating the swine because he was God conscious in the month of Ramadan so he can develop this God consciousness or Allah's awareness in the month of Ramadan, lawful food he was allowed not to eat. So after the month of Ramadan, he can abstain from the unlawful the eating of the flesh of a swine. So why I'm trying to say, these four months Allah is giving us, this is a training period of the Muslim community, To it, it makes you aware of God consciousness, or Allah's awareness, that in the lawful things you start practicing those, so why can't you forbid the wrongs? Or why can't you forbid the wrongdoings in the normal days? So this is how in, in a year, four months are is a training program. If you abide by, uh, by that, if really a person who, who got the wealth in the month of Ramadan, he fast and then in the three months he travel there and he performs the Hajj, what Problems he faces there. A person who has performed the Hajj, it may be for five days, but all the month if you do, if you are there and if you are in Muharram, if you are wearing the aram, there are certain laws that are abided on you. If you develop the patience of performing those, I will read in the month of and uh, the months of Hajj, there are certain things are again forbidden on you. Otherwise, they are lawful. But if you develop that one month Ramadan and three months righteousness of performance of Hajj, four months. And believe me, in the eight months you can become more conscious, more aware of practicing the do's and the don'ts in normal year, normal eight months. If you develop that sort of consciousness in the month of Ramadan and Hajj. So now, in this month of Ramadan there are other two aspects that we are allowed to do which are not mentioned in this ayah. I give you the cross reference or the side reference. You can note down is Surah Al-Baqarah, two and Ayah 187. There are two points that in the month of Ramadan we Muslims also do. Which generally we know that, but we don't know uh, some people. We only we have, generally it is known that we are fasting from sunrise to sunset. But there are other things are also mentioned in that Ayah that I'm reading a portion. I'm not re- re- reading the whole Ayah. I'm reading a portion, Allah is made lawful to be indecent to you or you can have obscene talks to your woman in the night of the fast. In the month of Ramadan, in the month of Ramadan, you fast. After sunset, you can eat and drink and you can accompany your wife. Meaning you can, if you want to have sexual relations or you can uh, want to have sometime indecent talk in a special, uh, in, during sexual relations, you, if you want to be indecent to your wife, you can. But what happened, generally people thought this month, Ramadan, is forbidden month. F- month itself is a forbidden month. And the whole forbidden, for, in the whole month, they did not, uh, they have seen from sex in the night of the fast also because they thought it is this is also forbidden but it in the daytime when you are fasting it is not allowed to be obscene talk with your wives but they thought no the whole month is forbidden so we will not even have relationships with our wives in the night of the fast so allah made it lawful that in the night of the fast if you want to have relations you can have but you cannot in the daytime you cannot it's it's understanding in the night of the fast it is lawful and not in the daytime so he says, lakum <laughs> Layla means night of the fast. So in the night of the fast, in the month of Ramadan, it is lawful to ha- to be indecent or have sexual relation with your wife. But in the daytime, you cannot be indecent to your wife when you are fasting. So this was made lawful basically because people were making is unlawful. This is lawful in the night of so people asking why the night Allah is mentioning the night of in the other nights is allowed. Of course, in the other night was allowed. So they made it unlawful in the month of forbidden month because they thought this is a lawful thing, but in the month of Ramadan, they made it forbidden themselves. So Allah said, no, in the night of Faj, it is allowed, lawful, but in the daytime means it is not allowed. It is unlawful. It is forbidden to have to be indecent with your wife. But you can be. In the in general in normal days in normal months, but this became a special order that to have relation with your wife is lawful in the daytime also, but not during the month of Ramadan when you are fasting. So it becomes a law, uh, a binding on us as Muslims. We cannot have any sexual ventures or indecent with your wife by talks also in the daytime when you are fasting. In the night it is allowed okay another point is in the same ayah wala tubashuna wa antum fil then do not accompany them when you are devoted in the mosque another thing is at-taqaf we says a person who sits or who sits in the mosque for 10 nights in the month of ramadan it's a practice in the month of ramadan last 10 nights People, men, go. They, they go to the mosque and they sit in the etakaf, or they uh, refrain themselves in the mosque. Uh, refrain in themselves in the mosque for a period of ten nights, ten days and ten nights. That is known as etakaf. But it is practiced by generally men. So he says that you cannot accompany women when you are in that state, meaning in that state if you are in etakaf in the mosque. Permission in the night of the fast is allowed to have that kind of relationship. But once you, have, you are in the in the or uh, you are in the mosque, you cannot have this relationship. Exception to the rule is ma- made by the law of Allah himself. Once you are in the mosque and you are in that state of itikaaf, you cannot have relation with your wife. Again, you understand what I am saying? Otherwise uh, it is allowed if you are not sitting in the mosque. If you are not in itikaaf in the mosque, you can. It is allowed in the night of the fast. But Allah says, "Wala And in the mosque, if you're at theqaf, do not accompany them when you are devoted in the mosque. Once you are in devotion in the mosque, you cannot have this kind of relation with your wife. Otherwise, if you are not in the devotion in the mosque. In the month of Ramadan, last ten nights, no every man does not sit in the itikaaf, they do not visit and go, go in the itikaaf, it's a part of law. So if people are in their houses, they are not in the mosque devoted, or not in the state of itikaaf, they can have relationship in the night of the fast with their wives. But once they are devoted in the mosque, last ten nights, that is last ten nights in the month of Ramadan, you are not allowed to have any kind of relationship. This was 2-3. Another mention is also a Surah Musammeel, that is 73 and ayah 20. You can write down the cross, cross reference 73:20. It says, in Rabbi ka yalamu <laughs> anna ka taqumu adna min thuluthayil-laili wa-nisfu wa-thuluh wa-thuluth wa-thuluthu wa-taifatun min al-ladina maq. Wallahu yuqdiru yuqdiru laila wa-nahara alim al-lanta suttasuhu." فَتَابَ عَلَيْكُمْ تَيَسْرَ مِنَ الْقُرْآنِ Surely your Lord knows that you stand to pray two-thirds of the night or half of the night or, one th- or one-third of a night. And from those who are encircled with you, Allah has power over night and day. He knows that you are unable to keep the count thereof. He has turned you in mercy. So you read the Quran that is easy for you. So now what other if you know people if you, what other act in the Muslim community is in the month of Ramadan which is generally not practiced in general month in general year uh, general 8 months in, sorry 9 months in the month of Ramadan when you are fasting when you are fasting in the month of Ramadan what other acts you perform in the month of Ramadan specially Tarabi So this ayah that I read to you Is referring to the Tarawi prayers. That in the month of Ramadan, the Quran, Shahru Ramadan, Ladi Unzila Feel Quran. Ramadan is the month in which the Quran was revealed. So, this Quranic revelation is an ongoing, continuous process. That the Imam who stands in the mosque and he recites the whole Quran, the whole Quran is being recited in all mosques of the world and people it's obligatory that you have to go special prayers is mentioned there, that Allah says that you can I will first read this ayah, you cannot Allah says your Lord knows surely that you stand two thirds of the night half of the night and one third of the night and from those who are encircled with you they also stand with you and Allah has power over night and day He knows that you are unable to keep the count thereof the timings are not accurate so he has turned to you in mercy, so you read the Quran, that is easy for you in that night. So what happens, that the Quran is being read, the two-third and the one-third and a half is according to the night and day difference of timings. There are timings when the whole day is about, normally is 12 hours and 12 nights, 12 hours and 12, 12 hours a night, normal but there are certain countries like for example nowadays is how much sunset is is 7 7 15 7:30 something like that so if you sunrise is 5:30 something like that so the night is shortened down nowadays summer is in summers nights are shortened and the days are become longer so sometimes the days become longer and the nights become shorter sometimes nights become longer Days become shorter. So Allah says, whatever the two-third you are in that state or one-third of the state of the night, if you are half of the night or whatever the situation may be, but you have to stand for prayer. You have to read the Quran within a group, in a, in a, in a jama'ah. That is Tarabi. L- uh, s- uh, Salatul Layl. They say Salatul Layl in Arab world. Salatul Layl means that you stand and people are standing with you and you recite the Quran as easy for you so general practice that has been established in the sacred mosque and all the mosques of the world are recitations of the Quran in, in standing position and a group of company is standing and praying the tarawih and the whole Quran is being read out. So whole Quran is and you have to attend. That's a special duty obligation on the Muslim world in those days. That's a do. ...in the month of Ramadan only. Not on the other months. So this again is the consciousness... ...awareness of normal prayers. If people are missing the normal prayers... ...in normal days... ...so this they have to perform... ...so that they can become a regular practicing... ...of the prayer in normal days. Prayer is obligatory five times a day. But people are not praying five times a day, suppose... ...so in the month of Ramadan they become more conscious, take guard of Allah and and start practicing the five times a day and the Tarabi prayer. And once they establish the taravi prayer, they can build up and guard themselves to to establish the normal prayer in normal, normal days. This is again making yourself awareness of Allah's ayahs, more conscious of ayahs, so that in the normal days I may be a practicing of salah. So Allah has obligated these prayers and you have to read, listen to the whole Qur'an. The purpose of reciting the whole Qur'an in the month of Tarabi is not only that he is he's reciting and we are just standing and thinking and imagining what we have to do next day and passing out something. You have to believe me if you don't understand Arabic. You have to read the whole Sipara. Normally it's, it is read in 30, 30 divisions, equal divisions. That is another division of the Qur'an, Sipara. So you have to ask the Maulana sahab or you know that he's reading from one this ayah to this ayah. That's the separa being read. One, one separa is being read, equal division. So you read in translation before you attend the taravi. So you may have certain understanding of the Arabic words. In the eight months you try to understand what is being read. So that the whole taravi, it, you become more conscious of it. That is the purpose in the Arab world If you are attending Taravi, the Muslims are getting the whole Qur'an message, translation. If you understand the whole Qur'an, that what is being read, you are reading yourself and you are understanding and you are standing in the prayer to understand the whole Taravi is being read to you. So you understand what is what the Qur'an says. You are reading yourself alone. You are doing tadabbur, you are trying to understand, but in the month of Ramadan, the whole Qur'an you have to finish by the Imam. So you stand there, you listen to the whole Quran. If you know how to read it, you should also start reading it. Read. If you are a half of certain ayat, and if Imam is reading, to, you should start you can also read with him slowly in your in your mind, in your heart. You have to that's the that's the practice. So this is another do in the month of Ramadan. So in the, in the forbidden month of Ramadan, there are four things. One is fasting. You can have sexual relation with the with the wife in the nights. But not in, when you are in the mosque devoted, but you can have relation you cannot have sexual or even obscene talk with your wives in the daytime, when you are fasting. And the, this one is that you have to attend the tarawi These are the four points in the forbidden month, this you have to do and not to do. Now in Bakuna 2 and ayat 217. يسألونك عن الشعر الحرام قتال فيه قل قتال فيه كبير وصد عن سبيل الله وكفر به والمسجد الحرام وإخراج أهلي منه أكبر عند الله والفتنة أكبر من القتل ولا يزالون يقاتلونكم حتى يردواكم عن دينكم إن استطاعوا ومن يرتد منكم عن دينه فيموت وهو كافر فَأُولَٰئِكَ حَبِطَتْ أَعْمَالُهُمْ فِي الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ وَأُولَٰئِكَ اصْحَابُ النَّارِ هُمْ فِيهَا خَالِدُونَ They question you about fighting in the sacred or the forbidden month. Say fighting in it is a big offense. And to oppose from the way of Allah and from the sacred mosque and to reject with it and to expel its people from it is a greater offense in the nearness of Allah and the captivation, fascination is a greater offense than killing and if they have the capability they will not cease to fight you until you turn from your judgment and amongst you whosoever turns away from his judgment then he dies and he is a rejecter so they are those who works have failed in this world and in the last and they are the companions of fire they dwell in it in this ayah, you know, I read, I read an ayah before, the first ayah, that it says that fighting is prohibited in the. It is prohibited in the four sacred or forbidden months. It was prohibited. Now they, people are asking that they question you about fighting in the second month. Here the Arabic is singular, one sacred month. Which sacred month? We have understood four sacred months. We have understood the four sacred months. So which sacred months is not mentioned? They are asking that fighting is prohibited in a sacred month. We have already understood, yes, sacred, four sacred months are all the four sacred months, fighting is so it's prohibited. We have come to know, we have read the, the previous Anaya. But still people are asking, so they say, Allah says in answer to that, it's, fighting is a big offence, big. It is a big to fight. First of all, it is, it is not allowed in the forbidden month but if you fight it, it is big crime basically it's big thing if you are doing this and further he says and people if you do that then what are you doing then the people he says and to oppose from the way of Allah from the sacred mosque again the Masjid Haram you see Masjid Haram is being is, is the, again Masjid Haram is a forbidden mosque normally we say Masjid Haram is a sacred mosque but basically, if you translate it's a forbidden mosque. Why it is forbidden forbidden? It is forbidden to the from the Mushiks. There is ayat in the Quran, 9 Surah Tawbah, 9 and Ayah, I think it is 20 something, 23, something. Allah says that the Mushiks, persons who associate from, uh, with Allah, some other uh, some other this, uh, some other people who associate uh, with Allah and if they go to uh, they want to join and go to visit Mecca. So for Hajj or whatever, they are not allowed. It is it is forbidden for the mushriks. So that mosque is a forbidden mosque for the mushriks. sacred mosque. So now there are people who are opposing the sacred mosque, meaning they are opposing the system of the sacred mosque. So they Allah said that is uh, that is also a uh, big to oppose from the way of Allah. That people are opposing the way of Allah. That is a, that is also crime. And from the sacred mosque is also uh, to oppose from the sacred mosque. So actually the sacred mosque is, is is in the in Mecca and people Allah says in the another ayah what the maqam Ibrahim Musalla that you take from the standing position from the standing position of Ibrahim the prayer established. If you oppose the salah, the prayer, if you oppose the salah prayer the format which is being practiced in the sacred mosque. You are opposing the sacred mosque. If you oppose any act that is going, people are going around the Kaaba because Allah says tawaf. If you oppose the tawaf, you are against the sacred mosque. You are not against the building basically. What the Muslims community performing the act, the people who are opposing the system of the sacred mosque is basically opposing. It's not the physical boundary you are opposing. It is the act that Muslims are performing in the sacred mosque is the performance of the salah because one of the ayahs what because you take the from the standing position the salah the prayer performed if your format is separate different to the Imam of the Kaaba that he established the salah the prayer and how he established the salah and the prayer if you are in opposition to that if you are opposing the system that is prevailing in the second mosque you are opposing Allah and his commands and ayahs so Allah says, if you oppose the sacred mosque, you are in a wrong position. So the reference you can note down in Surah Tawbah 9 and Ayah 28, which says that, "Do not." I will read you: "Ya amanu innamal najsun, It says, "Oh, you believe! Oh, you believe! Surely the mushrik, the associates, are najas meaning they are unclean. Do not make, let, let them come near, near the masjid al haram the sacred mosque, after this year. Anyway, we are not discussing the masjid al haram But I was just trying to tell you that people who are not allowed to go to masjid al haram Mecca as a forbidden city, they do not allow the non-Muslims. Like non-Muslims are who? The Jews and the Christians and the Hindus and the Buddhists. All these people who are not Muslims, they are not allowed to go to, to Mecca, the holy city we say, the forbidden mosque, because it's a forbidden mosque for the mushriks. So a, a general practice on the ground is that the non-Muslims are not allowed to visit the Mecca and Medina. They have made it lawful, these two. But in the, they, it's a forbidden mosque. It is, otherwise a mosque allowed for all the Muslim community, but it's forbidden to those who are mushrik or, associate, or associates. Now and Allah says, and to expel its people from it is a greater offense. Now to expel the people of the sacred mosque is a greater offense. Who are the Ahlul Masjid Al-Haram? It says, Masjid haram there are people of the sacred mosque. First is the Masjid Ram you know in Mecca. Everybody know Masjid Why Ikhraju If you expel the people of the sacred mosque is greater sin or greater crime in the nearness of Allah. To expel its people from the is a greater offense. From it is a greater offense. My question to people are who are the people of the sacred mosque? Believers. Believers. Okay, there are many people who are performing the salah, but there are certain people who are opposing them. Opposing the system. People who are opposing the system, my question to you is very clearly, you must listen to me very clearly. Because in the history they say there were, who are the people of the sacred mosque? They were expelled to Iraq. They say, people say. al uh, al-Bait. El al is this al al basir Haram. Who, If you go into history, you can read about those people. Who are those people? Imam Hassan? Hussain? Uh, so they uh, they migrated from this sacred mosque. They have thrown the to expel from the sacred mosque, they went to Iraq. That's what the people say in history. Why they leave? They should not leave this place. If they were the Alal Baat. Of Alalbath means the House people of this house, Masjid Ram, the Kaaba, Bait. If you expel these people, who are the people of the sacred mosque, it's a greater crime in the nearness of Allah. So my question to you is: the why these people went? If the pe- they were the people of the house, they should have not left the house. The question here is: why I'm asking? Why I'm asking you this question? People are opposing the system of the sacred mosque all over the world. All the groups, even you people, in living in Pakistan. They are opposing the system of the of the Mahjiram. They say they we are the righteous people in India, in Bangladesh, in Iran, all over the world I am talking about. People who do not follow the format of the Salah of the Imam of the Kaaba who do not practice the format of Salah as they do and they say they don't know, they are illiterate, they don't know, we are the righteous people you are opposing the sacred mass of system. You are opposing. Where did you get all this? Remember this, I am telling you very in, in, in distinct terms. The Ahl Masjid haram the people of the sacred are, mosque are not living there. Not living there. They are those people who are n- not opposing the system. The opposing the, the system is the opposition of the system prevailed. And in the sacred mosque is the Kaaba. People are going tawaf, performing tawaf and the Qayam ruku, Salah is in practice Umrah is being practiced. It's a continuous practice going on. If I stand up and say this, they are doing it wrong, this is the right way to do so, where did I get it? From where I got it? What proof I have got? So you must understand, if you oppose the system that is being prevailed, you are opposing Allah's system. Because Allah says, Surely this is the first house. Mankind made for mankind, lalla di bibakka in Bakka, Mubarak, it's a blessing. Wahudalil alameen, it is a guidance for all worlds. Now, if it's a house, is a guidance for all worlds, and you say that there is no guidance, I am the guide, so you are wrong. You are making that system as wrong, you are saying it is wrong, and you say, You know, Allah says it's a guidance for all worlds, that place. So if I visit there and take guidance from there, so what guidance I take? Do, do I take the Kaaba and touch the Kaaba and feel the guidance? Or I see the walls of the sacred mosque and I take guidance? it You have to go, you see how the Imam prays. And you start coming back and start implementing that type of prayer. You see, you, you visit there and come back and start opposing the system that this is wrong and this is wrong and that is wrong and I know and I know. So you are opposing basically. What I am pointing out that the people of the house, of, people of the sacred mosque, Allah says that to expel its people from, it's a greater offense. And people are continuously practicing the salah practicing, and objecting to the system as prevailing in sacred mosque. It's a place of a guidance for all words, and if you oppose that, you are wrong. You are completely, you are a greater offense. As mentioned here, وَإِخْرَاجُوا أَهْلِهِ and you if you expel its people it means the sacred mass minhu from it akbaru inda allah it is more great is a, a more great in the nearness of allah wal fitnatu akbaru min al and the fitna that is captivation is more great is is a greater offense than killing two acts throwing, uh, expelling the people out from the sacred, sacred mosque is a greater crime, is big. And another is in, if you're in captivation or if it, fitna itself is a captivation, is a greater crime in, in the nearness of Allah than qatal. People asking about qatal, is killing allowed, or for, is allowed Allah mentioned in comparison to qatal in normal days or in the sacred months, qatal is, is Allah says a big offense. But the bigger offence is if you are captivated. Captivation or a bigger offence is to throw the people out from the sacred mosque. Meaning you oppose the sacred mosque. You throw its people out from the sacred mosque. If suppose I believe and practice the, the system of the sacred mosque and if you don't let me go to perform haja Umrah, you are throwing me out from the sacred mosque. You are opposing me. Why are you not letting me to go to, to perform the haja Umrah? if you oppose me? So that is throwing its people out and this a crime and fitna captivation now what is a captivation is a word by itself what does it mean Quran explain to whom you are captivated in Quran surah I give you the reference side reference you write down surah tagabun 64 surah and ayah 15 I am just telling you that well, there are many other places where fitna word has occurred and in Urdu language fitna means something like shar in, in, in Urdu language shar you understand some mischief Fitna in Arabic means captivation. Fitna is not a negative word in Arabic language. Fitna means captivation, Dil Frebi, Dil Frepta. But in Urdu language, Fitna in Urdu means shar. Means something to do, something wrong. Look, it in the Arabic says, look, in Innama Surah Surah Tagabun, and I have 15, I'm reading, In Nama Amvalu, wa fitna wallahu 'indahu Surely your wealth and your children are fitna captivation to you Surely allah with allah is a greater uh, uh, is a great ajar uh, uh, reward now now question is allah has given us the children who gave you who gave the children Allah is giving us who, who gives you the wealth? Allah. So Allah is giving you the wealth and Allah is giving you the children and he say it's a captivation to you. Is it a shirt to you? It is captivation. You have got dil frame. Your, your, your love towards those wealth and your love towards your children is captivation. You are captivated. This is Allah says it's a captivation to you. And once you are captive to your children or to your wealth or to the wealth it's, it's your test. So if I am captivated, when I am captivated in wealth and when I am captivated in in children believe me you cannot follow the path of Allah. And once you cannot follow the path of Allah it's like a kill, it's more, more you're living, it's a greater crime why? Because if you kill somebody it's finished. But the whole life I lead... And I am captivated by my children... And I am captivated by wealth... So my whole life will be... Cannot follow the ayahs of commandments... Of the do's and the don'ts... Because I am captivated... So that is why Allah says... Captivated is a greater crime... So Allah has given you wealth... Allah has given you children... And He has made you... You are captivated... So Allah says that... You must strive with Allah and his message messenger following the do's and the don'ts so you should control your feelings towards wealth feelings towards your children you will be captivated by the worldly affairs so this is your test you can love them but in limit remember you cannot go beyond the law surpassing the law of allah in loving your children or loving your wife and your, your loving your Uh, husband or of the wealth or your mother and brother and sisters or there is another ayat I don't want to uh, Surah Tawbah 9 and 24 or 25 23-24 which says if you have more love to your wealth to your businesses and in in, in comparing to what you are striving with Allah and his messenger if you are loving more to your fathers and brothers and sisters and message and the the wealth that Allah has given you so, so you wait, Allah brings destruction for you, whatever. So what I am saying is your love or your, your captivation should be controlled. Your emotions should be controlled. It should not bypass the law of Allah. And they have the capability, they will not cease to fight you until you turn from your judgment. Now it is referring to those people, the same ayat I am reading, that there are people who will not cease to fight you until you change, turn to your judgment and amongst you whosoever turns away from his judgment then he dies as he's, and he is a rejecter. So they are those whose works have failed in this world and in the last they are the companions of fire, they dwell in it. So the, the further portion of the ayat is dealing with the people who are not practicing the rejecters. So Allah is saying they will not cease to 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 not to fight you until you change your judgment. Meaning if I believe the sacred mosque as the correct mosque and the establishment of salah that is established there and if somebody opposes me, they, he will keep on opposing until I change my judgment. People are there in the world. You can see in the world there are many many people, many many people who are in opposition of the sacred mosque who are not taking that mosque as right majority of the people they may perform the hajj and umrah and they may establish the salah in their own manner but they are opposing so they will not cease to be calm until you change your judgment they will keep on doing so so Allah said, they, if they have the capability they will not cease to fight you until you turn from your judgment and amongst you whoever turns away from his judgment then he dies and he is a rejecter so they are those who works have failed in this world and in the last they are the companies of fire. Dwell, dwell in it. So if you are captivated suppose and if I am captivated so I make sure that you become captivated also. Anything that Allah says that people who are a rejecter they make others also the same way. That is the nature of human beings. If you believe something you want to share it with the other people whether it is right or wrong. That's not, that's not the dispute. They want to infuse their ideas to other people by, by explaining things. So if you are captivated, you make sure the other person also because you have love for your children. Who doesn't love the children? And if I'm motivated, I'm captivated, I'm stuck up with my ch- children in my love and affection. So I'll make the other person also, I'll discuss the matters with the other person by imparting my love for love of money and the, for the love of the children if I'm involved or I'm captivated. I will share this feeling with you so that you may be influenced and you start also believing the same way this is the psychology of human beings surah al-baqarah 2 and ayah 189 yes aluna Anil, ahilla qul wal haj they they ask they ask you about the christian the new moon say they are the timings for mankind and the timings of haj pilgrimage now what is the Ahila? Is the You see, when you see the first, the moon is, if you see the whole moon, if you see the complete moon, it's complete in a circle of white moon. But there are phases of the moon. By the phase of the moon, you can identify the days of the moon. So it is mentioned, It is it, 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 in language it says, each 28 divisions of the elliptic, uh, elliptic occupied by the moon on successive days, that is the ahilla, the first day of the moon or the second day of the moon, that the whole system is known as the ecliptic, ellip, uh, uh, the new moon, sorry, the crescent moon. But the whole month is revolving around those uh, elliptic, uh, ecliptics, the 28 divisions. So you can understand that is the first day of the moon, that is the second day of the moon, By little, you know, thin line, the more thinner is the first day. It, it becomes thick and thick and finally becomes the whole moon. That is known as Ahillah. that word ahillah means this uh, about the cres- there are people are asking about the crescent. So Allah is explaining to you So they are the timings for mankind. The how will you calculate them? That's the first day uh, first day of the moon. that is the cre- first crescent on the second day and the third day this is how the system and timings are calculated. So that, uh, it's only this. <clears throat> in, the, in Surah al-Baqarah 2 and 197 ayah. The months of Hajj pilgrimage are known. So whosoever imposes Hajj pilgrimage in them, so he should not he should not commit obscenity and do not take liberties and should not debate in Hajj pilgrimage and what you do from betterment Allah knows it and take provision so surely the best provision is to take guard, and, and take guard from me O you possesses the core those who know the essence spirit of Ayah science now the first month which is forbidden and what is forbidden is one is fighting we have come to know the other is fasting we have come to know then we have to not in the month of Ramadan, you cannot associate or you cannot have sexual relationship once you are in, in the in the daytime and you're fasting. We know. Now that the other months is the months of hajj are known. We have to know we have come to those months is Shabwal, and Zil That is the three months. These are the months of Hajj. Now the question is in these three months, whoever takes the responsibility of performing hajj. What are the obligatory? What are the what obligation he has to perform? People who do not perform the Hajj, will this is not apply, applicable to them? People who are performing the Hajj, the people who are performing the Hajj, the it is for them. And what is fala <laughs> faman Whoso impose Hajj pilgrimage on himself in them in the month of in the month of uh, Hajj, he should not commit obscenity. Number one. Number one is, he should not commit obscenity. Number two is, wala fusu, and he will not take the liberties of not performing the do's and do's in the hajj. Number three is, and he should not debate in hajj. At the moment, these three I am reading. The first is, rafasa. Rafasa means, do not have, commit obscene talks or obscenity in the hajj you see you can be obscene with your wife in the daytime normal days or in the night when you want to have a relationship you can be obscene but once you are fasting in the month of ramadan the, it is a obligation not to have that kind of relationship you understand what i'm saying secondly if you are with your wife in hajj and that's a faras so the month in that month itself it become not to have any obscenity relationship when you are in hajj. If you have taken the responsibility of performing the hajj, so it is applicable on those people who have taken the responsibility of hajj and they are in a hajj process. If I am not going there and I am here, then it doesn't apply on me. Because it says, In the hajj who is, who is taking the imposing that hajj on himself, so a person who has taken the imposing that that I will I am performing thus. so when I am in that state if I am in that locality and I am in that stage I am wearing the aram. I will not be obscene to my wife no talks so can you imagine three months remember three months we are talking about all these three months so f- further it says wala jidala they will not debate sorry wala fuzuk wala fuzuk means Do not take the liberties of the, do not take the liberty of what? If I am asked not to be, not to commit rafas or have obscene talk, I start obscene talk. I am taking the liberty in that, when I am in that, because I know I can be obscene with my wife in normal days. So I I know it's not wrong, like like eating of food in the month of Ramadan, in fasting, you are not allowed to eat food, but it is lawful food, it's a lawful food. But in the month of Ramadan, I am fasting, I cannot eat. But I take the liberty and eat. Oh, what's the problem? I can eat, I can eat. Similarly, if Allah says, do not be obscene with your wife, suppose, do not be obscene talk. So what is you take the liberty when you are performing Hajj and you become obscene with your wife. You start being obscene talk. So what Allah is saying that means do not take the liberty of not performing. Which is Allah is asking not to do in while you are in Hajj. So you take the liberty. Ki what, if I say some bad words to my wife, so what? I will say Astaghfirullah. No, that is do not take Because these are very little, little things. And wala jidala, do not debate. Why these things Allah is asking you to control? Because once I have been performed Hajj two times. Believe me if you are in that area, there are hundreds of people thousands of millions of people around you and there are many many problems that comes in your in, in that in that time and you have to have tremendous amount of patience that you people start start debating there they are shouting at each other some people they forget the sanctity that they it's, allah is saying not to debate so you don't debate it's a small thing you are debating and arguing continuously you cannot control yourself in that few days in Hajj, believe me, or in months. In three months, if I am wearing that Aram, in three months, in all three months, I cannot debate. Why you wear that Aram? For if I have taken the, uh, there are two types of Aram, there is a separate topic of lecture on Hajj. I will discuss that in detail. If suppose I have taken that Hajj for the three months. And I'm wearing the Aram. Believe me, I cannot debate the whole three months. I cannot have Rafasa or have this kind of obscene talk with my wife the whole three months. And you must can debate, cannot debate with anybody whole three months. And there are tremendous amounts of problems that come because that's not your house. You are living somewhere in a hotel and there are many other problems that you face. There are rush and there are so many small little people fighting for, the, you cannot fight you cannot argue you cannot debate so that means you have to develop a tremendous amount of patience in why you are doing so because you are doing for Allah believe me Hajj I believe it's a tremendous amount of patience of against your own ego you may be a rich man you may be a big ego but once you are there you are an ordinary man ordinary to the ordinary to the last that you lie in Muldal above the sky Believe me, ordinary man to the ordinary, like a poor fellow who does not even have a shelter on, on, on himself. One little night. What Allah is teaching us? He is teaching us that you, you you just one night you have to spend in the above is the sky and you are lying on the on the believe me on the road. Not only one man, all these rich fellows, big fellows. What is Allah teaching you? He wants you to do that for go for what? a tremendous amount of patience is required and you're crushing your whole ego into nothing. If you really understand the perform- performance of Hajj, that's a separate topic. What I'm saying, you take the liberty of fighting there and uh, having uh, yeah, <laughs> off talk with your wife and you take the whole liberty. So wala like, You cannot take the liberty of doing all this. Taking of the liberties. So that Hajj is a big topic. But what I'm saying, what it is forbidden it is forbidden in the months of Hajj. Who is performing the Hajj? You cannot do this. You really cannot do this. So these are the why Why, why I was telling you the months itself are forbidden because there are certain laws that, that normal in normal condition you can debate other than four months. In normal months you can fight other than four months. But in the month of Hajj when you are performing Hajj, and you are in those months, all one month, in the second month, in the third month, you cannot fight, you cannot uh, 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 commit obscenity, you do not take the liberties, and you cannot debate in the Hajj. And what, look, what it says, and what you do from the betterment, and Allah knows this, and other things you do better in that, in that area, when you are in that uh, place. Allah knows it and take provision whatever the provision is required you can take the provision surely the best provision is to take is to take God Taqwa what to take guard of what? of the Ayas of Allah you have to take guard from the Ayas of Allah in practicing the do's and the don'ts completely because it is forbidden month and you are in that forbidden state that in the natural state you can allow to do these things but in those times you cannot do so. That is why the Hajj is so important in life. But people go without, out of ignorance there, out of ignorance they do other things which is forbidden to them and they come back and do the same, they live the same life. So there are other things also forbidden like uh, <clears throat> Are, I'm not going to detail about Hajj, there are many other rules also. But at the moment he says, and the best of uh, the best of provision is your taqwa. And all oh, people, O oh, who oh, people who possess the core, they uh, know the essence, they understand this. What is the taqwa? <clears throat> Surah Tauba 9 and Ayah 5 Faidin Salahal khum. فأتلوا فأتلوا حيث كل مرصد فإن وقاموا وآتوا سبيلهم إن الله رحيم. So when the sacred holy forbidden months are ended, that is Ramadan, Shawwal, Zikah, and Zilij, then fight, kill the self of the soul or the psyche of the associates wherever you find them. And catch them, and confine them, and sit sit on every place of ambush from the for them. So, surely, so so sorry. So if they repent and establish Salah prayer, and give Zakah justification, so leave them the way for them. So Allah is all forgiving, merciful. So when these four months of training is passed, then you can fight people. First. And the other things also you can debate, argue, whatever can be obscene with your wife in in, in relations. When well, so it says when when the, they they are ended, then you fight the associate wherever you find them, and catch them and confine them, catch them and confine them, and sit on every place of ambush for them. So if they repent and establish the salah prayer, give zakah justification and leave them. And now it appears apparently it appears to us that we are in at war with the mushriks. But killing, you know, there are two types of killing in language. One is the physical killing of a man and one is the killing of the personality. We understand this in language. We use these words that he he has killed my personality. I am not such and so, I am not so and so. But if you say something which I am not so, you are killing my personality. So that is the killing of a personality. And once you kill somebody, he is dead, it is also killing of a person. So here it doesn't only refer to to killing the somebody, you catch them. It says very clearly, you kill them wherever you find them, the associates wherever you find them. And catch them, confine them and sit on every place of ambush for them. This is not referring to only that people you are catching them or you are, it is for basically having a dialogue with them, discussing with them, debating with them. That is what Allah is saying, kill the so you can, when the when the month of these months are passed because this month you develop you develop in the four months how to kill myself how to go against my ego how to go against my my false desires in the four months the lawful things i practice the lawful thing, eating is lawful but i was forbidding it and the debate was lawful i was forbidding it so when the months are passed now you are a soldier so in the other days you can now you act and discuss with the mushriks, the religion, Islam and Quranic ayahs. In that way you are killing him, that you kill the associate, you are not physically killing him. So that Allah says, you kill the mushriks, wherever, wherever you find them, catch them, confine them. Is physical catching, no, it's psychological, you're catching them, in psychology you're confining him. And further he says, and sit on every place of ambush, wherever you find them, you're sitting on every place of ambush, so if they repent. They are not killed. They are not dead. So if they repent, say so they are not dead, they are alive. You were all the time talking, talking and now they have understood that yes, we were wrong. So if they repent and establish the salah prayer and give a zakah justification, so leave them the way. So now the further I read, Allah says in Surah Tawbah 9 and Ayah 37, Innamad nasi, Innamad nasi, fil kufr. يُضَلُّ بِهِ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا يُخِلُّونَهُ عَامًا وَيُحَرِّمُونَهُ عَامًا لِيُوَاطِئُوا عِدَّتَهُ مَا حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ فَيُحِلُّوا مَا حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ زُجْنَ لَهُمْ سُوءُ أَعْمَالِهِمْ وَاللَّهُ لَا يَهْدِي قَوْمَ الْكَافِرِينَ Surely the postponement of it, that is the forbidden month, is an increase in the rejection. Those who reject are astray with it they make it sacred holy forbidden month unsacred unholy lawful in a year and make it uh, make it sacred holy forbidden months sacred holy forbidden in a year so that they adjust the numbers to what allah has made sacred holy forbidden so so they make it unsacred lawful, lawful to what allah has made sacred holy forbidden their bad works are adornment for them and Allah does not guide the people who are rejectors. So now the question is: in a year, they are telling Allah is telling us in the ayahs that in a year people are making the forbidden months. Like for example, I read in the in the beginning. I repeat that, then you will understand. In the beginning, I read that what are the people are taking as forbidden months? First of all, we have understood. This is the last ayat, I am also ending my lecture. What we have understood, what are those forbidden months? I will repeat, then I will explain this. What are those forbidden months? The forbidden months are Ramadan, first month. Why Ramadan? Because the month of Ramadan is mentioned in the Quran. Ramadan is the month in which the Quran was revealed. That is the forbidden month. Then Allah said, Al-Hajju Ashru Malumat. Uh, you, Allah said that Hajj months are known You know that So we know Al-Hajj is the last month That is the 12th month 12th month in a year In a year 12th month is, is Zil hajjah Zul-Qa'dah is the 11th month The 10th month is the Shawwal So these four, 4 months become In a year In a year they become 4 forbidden months here in this I am saying they, they, they make another year. They are going into two years. They, another, they make it lawful and they make it unlawful. How you see? Now in the according to them Muharram is the first. Muharram is the first month. But they make it holy month. Now according to them what is Zil Hijj is the last month. Zil Hijj is according to group of people Zil Hijj is the forbidden month. Is true or false? Yes. According to them Zulqad is forbidden month, true or false, right? Now they go to Rajab. Rajab is not here. So Rajab is not the right month. So now Shawwal is the right month or and Shawwal. Shawwal is missing. So they go to Muharram. Now if I ask them Muharram, if Muharram is the first month, Muharram is the first month Muharram is the first month. This is not also forbidden month. But the name of the month they put it as forbidden month. The name of month is itself, the name of that month is forbidden month. Muharram month means forbidden month. In other words, they are saying that this is forbidden month. Why they are saying it? Because according to history, according to tradition I, I read for you that was Sani what was this uh, Safrul Awwal and Safrul Sani so they made the first month as the forbidden month so I am asking them how because forbidden month we know the month is forbidden because of certain acts it is not a month forbidden why, why forbidden because they say something happened in the Muharram month something happened in the Muharram month so but that, that happening is after the after some, some incidents so they made it unlawful that they so they they also do certain acts in the Muharram month in that Muharram but that month was not forbidden month at all forbidden month I just now explained to you why they are forbidden four months because of certain acts and duties which is lawful in other months but becomes unlawful in that particular month so either they, they they say this is this is it should, if I if I add a Muharram here, look, according to them, Qaada and Hajjah and Muharram is the next thirteenth month or they, it would be the next year. Then they can be because they say Asharul Haramu bi Haram. So month uh, month forbidden month is with the forbidden month. So it, if it is if it, it cannot be the first month until you bring it with the end of the month if you bring it in the end of the month it is not that 12th is the last it cannot be the 13th month because there is no 13 so joining they can't join so it, it, it you go to into, into another year Muharram becomes another year because it is Safrul Awwal Safrul Sani that is the second month Safar and Safrul Sani is the second month the first month is Muharram according to them and I told you in history it was Safrul Awwal Safrul Sani it was like that they made it Muharram and made it forbidden because of certain other act, and it has nothing to do with the Quran. It has nothing to do with the Quran because forbidden months I read according to the ayats of the Quran is forbidden months. There are certain duties which is lawful in other other mass, eight months, but becomes unlawful in those forbidden months. So they for Muharram is no more a forbidden mass, It is Safrul Awal. So the other, they, so this is how they are trying to adjust the number according to their vain desire. But this is Allah is also mentioned that they have postponed. That they have said, surely the postponement of the sacred holy month is an increase in the rejection. Allah is already mentioned in the ayat. This is not understood. The four months which we have discussed, four months is not understood by m- most of the people but if, if it is understood and clear from the people at the same time there are people who will not believe this as righteous for months the forbidden months so the other months other people's beliefs is also mentioned but not by the name or by the wish months but they say surely the postponement of the sacred and holy month month is an increase in the rejection those who reject are astray with it they make it sacred holy forbidden month unsacred unholy lawful in a year if you say that Rajab is the sacred month or Muharram is the sacred month you are making Shawwal and Ramadan is unholy they are holy months they are the sacred months they are, Ramadan is the sacred month forbidden month Shawwal is the sacred month holy month and Zulqat Zilhish they believe but they are making it if you do not accept it you are making it unholy but they when Ramadan came they also act upon it but they believe Rajab is the forbidden month so this is the confusion they are making it unholy. So they adjust the numbers to what Allah has made sacred, holy, forbidden, forbidden. So they make it it unsacred, lawful, unsacred month. Rajab is unsacred, they uh, unsacred, and they make it no sorry, they make it unsacred, lawful. They make, but the but sacred is which is not sacred. That is not forbidden month is not Rajab. They make it sacred what Allah has made sacred, holy forbidden. Their bad bad works are adornment for them and Allah does not guide the people who are rejecters. So ladies and gentlemen, the people who are not following Ramadan, Shawwal, Zil Zilhij as forbidden months, they may look, people are not believing this as forbidden months. But on the ground, on the, on the ground, it is practiced like that. Ramadan comes, we people fast. So it is a forbidden month. Shavwal, Zikha, Zilhaj, people go to perform hajj. The, it is going on. The hajj is being practiced and everybody is practicing that. In your mind you may have a different belief. As people having our different beliefs. But the fact remains <coughs> the, on the ground. The Ramadan is being coming again and again. Shavwal, Zikha, Zilqada and Zilhaj is coming again and again. And people are performing the hajj. You can see the people performing and they are act, acting also. If you go to hajj, there are certain... People give you performs, they give you training. Who goes to Hajj and they tell you not to do this and not to. And there are many details. So they are practicing on ground. So what I am trying to say, the forbidden months we have established. the lecture was what the Quran says about forbidden sacred holy months. Allah has de- described us in the eyes. There are twelve months in a year, and that is a lunar year. And in that twelve months lunar year, there are four months forbidden. Four months forbidden. One is mentioned by name is Ramadan In the month of Ramadan Allah is mentioned that Ramadan month And Allah says in all these four months You cannot fight But forbidden month is because of certain Lawful acts We have to forbid certain acts Like in the month of Ramadan Why it is forbidden Because lawful fasting is allowed Oh sorry uh, Eating and drink is, is allowed But you cannot eat and drink Lawful tayyab good food In the month of Ramadan so it becomes a forbidden month. The forbidden month itself is nothing, but you people, Muslim people, believers, are practicing certain acts. That is why they are forbidden. Same, second law uh, act is that you cannot have obscene talk or sexual relationship with your wife in the daytime of Ramadan, in the month of Ramadan when you are fasting. In the night of fast, it is allowed. But once you are in the masjid, devoted in a it is again forbidden. It is not allowed. Then the third was, uh, uh, you, no, no. The, the third was Taraweeh. Uh, Taraweeh is practice. You have to follow Taraweeh also. You have to establish the Salah, the prayer, in the month of Ramadan. You have to follow Taraweeh because the Quran is being revealed in that month. So people, Allah says, "You stand it, and the, and people stand with you." So this is also a lawful command in the month of Ramadan. That is a doing of for in the forbidden month. You have to pray extra prayers for you. Then there is a, in the there, there is the other three are the Hajj months. So there are if you want, if any person takes the responsibility of performing Hajj, who has got the means, who wants to go and perform Hajj. So there are certain duties on him, binded by Allah in the Quranic ayahs. I did not detail because there are many many things that you cannot act once you are in the precises of the pilgrimage when you are performing hajj when you are wearing that pill uh, that that dress dress code so there are certain duties so those, those in the normal days one of the duties we, we read that you cannot have obscene talk in the whole month of uh, three months if you are uh, if you are performing hajj the whole three months if you are in that hajj state if you are wearing the ihram, so you cannot debate, you cannot have obscene talks, you cannot fight and you cannot take the liberty of not acting upon it. You, if you are that system, you have to act upon. So this is because these months are forbidden because there are certain duties applied on us. And once those duties you are performing, you are performing those duties, you cannot act against it. You have to perform. So this is how this month become forbidden, and all these months are interrelated because they Allah says asharu Bishar al Every sacred uh, sacred month is with the sacred months, so they are all together. So this is this is we have understood, and these months are forbidden because of those acts. And there are people who also Allah mentioned in the Quran. They have postponed this, so they have their own idea of this uh, forbidden month, and these. Forbidden they are referring to is not a forbidden month because there is no act mentioned in the Quran in Rajab or in Muharram. And Muharram month is also I am telling you it is a changed name. First it is in the initial stages it was name was Safrul Awwal and second month Safar was Safrusani. First month it was Muharram, Safar is, Safar is the second month of the calendar. Initially it was used as Safrul Awwal, the second was Safarul Shani. Still today people know this in their world. But these people have made this uh, muharram as I don't know why they say th- this is the month. Muharram is the forbidden month. Ask them why it is forbidden. So they will tell you the reason we should not mention the Quran. So Allah has made in the Quran four forbidden months, and He has mentioned four forbidden months, one by name, and the three Hajmas. Allah says you know them. So it is an easy thing to calculate and understand what are those four months. I end this lecture, inshallah for any question to ask. My question is: uh, Can women sit in etakaf in the month of Ramadan? Okay. You see, uh, the Quran says about etakaf. I was uh, discussing in the, in, uh, that when you are sitting in the etakaf. Uh, basically, uh, <clears throat> in the sacred mosque, if you go to Masjid al-Haram, the there is a place. Uh, lady section they have made this lady section separately because allah says do not accompany them when they are in the itikaf the qur'an that ayat, i will read that ayah if you uh, if you got the qur'an i'll refer to surah al-baqarah 287 ayah wala tubashiruhunna wa antum akikufuna fil masajid wala tubashiruhunna wa antum akikufuna fil masajid now in, in the Qur'an, you know when Allah addresses to, to a general order, it addresses to like, like for example, فن, فن it's a plural. So whenever Allah uses the plural tense in Arabic, it, it is implied, يَا يَا نَاسُ آمَنُوا O oh, you believe those who believe. So whenever the, in, the, in the Qur'an, whenever Allah uses a plural tense, in general, it is referring to men and women both. This is a general rule in the Quran. Whenever Allah addresses to uh, to people, He addresses in plural. So <clears throat> it is, and it is referring to generally both both sexes. But once there is a difference of sexes, so it, it refers to plural tense Arabic, like it says, "Fun ma lakum nisa." So all of you marry women. So when He says. Uh, when it is used plural tense generally it is used for men and women both but when it is used the masculine gender plural and women word has come in front of that then it refers to only for men because then you marry it cannot be marry both men and women to women then it refers to men only for for women honna comes and whom is a plural for men Hum is a proof or kum is a proof for men and women both. But in front of that hum and kum, in Arabic it becomes hu- woman, it becomes that this is a masculine gender, it is referring to women. You understand this? So Allah said, Hum ma nisa. So the word there is fun hum, hum is an Arabic word which refers to ordering men. It's a plural, it can be both, but now the, it's the woman is coming, the word woman is coming in front, so it, it will be referred only for men. You follow what I am saying? So why I am saying because, this is very important to understand because these homosexual guys is, is trying to use this word as both. You applied for women. They can marry women. Men and men can marry, women and women can marry, Astaghfirullah, all this nonsense. Using the same so Now he says, wala tubashiru hunna. Now the word tubashiru is an Arabic word. Hunna is, they cannot associate with woman, accompany woman. You cannot, you cannot accompany woman antum when you are in a taqaf now this is referring to men only because it's referring to woman hunna is already there so you cannot uh, you cannot you, you cannot associate woman when woman, you are devoted in the masjid fil masajid. so when men are in the masjid عَاكِفُونَ are devoted in the masjid they cannot associate with women. so now the woman uh, is a word so this is only used for, for men only so what has happened that women are not allowed to sit in a masjid for etakaf? Allah is... It, I it, feel it were used... It He said when you are in the etikaf wala so, tubashiru hum. So it would have been understood both sides. They said wala tubashiru hunna. You cannot... Because it's referring to... The word in Arabic is... Tubashiru is masculine. Hunna is woman. So you cannot... Uh, have this ki- kind of uh, company woman in the masjid. So that is why women cannot sit in the, the guy It is used Arabic word is for men only. Men are devout in the ithakaaf masjid. You cannot, they are not, not to have a company with the woman. And I give the reason why because you know that women have menstruation periods. So if they are sitting in the mosque in ithakaaf and if the menstruation starts, you, they know the dates, I understand. But if suppose some unusual uh, happenings that it's a variables, so they have to leave the mosque. So that is why there are certain obligations of women. They are excusable from mosque, from prayers, from fasting, and from sitting in a mosque. So why? That is why Allah. There are certain rules that women are excused, never u- used for the So they cannot sit in the mosque for a But now, what happens if you say like in the in the sacred mosque in the mosque, women are sitting sitting for hours, uh, and from the, the who, who, people who visit from here. From, from Asar, from Zohar, they sit in the mosque and they go and they're even sleeping. So they're also stationed, they're staying in the mosque. So they must understand that kind of sitting, kaf is alright. But 10 nights, like men sit in the ithikaf for last 10 nights, the whole 24 hours in the mosque, generally in the mosque. But this practice is not to be found in Masjid Ram or not Masjid nabi But generally mosque people are sitting, men are sitting in the mosque for 10 nights and 10 days ten days and ten nights in the mosque. They are in the mosque. Only for, for going to the toilet or wuzu. they go and then they sit back. This kind of restrictions are for, for only men only, not for women. So now the women are starting sitting in the home in itikaf. That's not mentioned in the Quran at all. So women are not allowed to sit in the home also in the itikaf, uh, in the, not in the mosque also. But this itikaf is only mentioned for men in the mosque, not for women. In the secret months, okay, like if we fight, what is the kafara? Okay, if, if if suppose any person, uh, uh, like for example, any anything a person does wrong, listen, listen. Like for example, that was not allowed, killing was not allowed, and you killed in the in the month of uh, sacred month. What is the kafara? Generally, the kafara. Uh, in the Qur'an. or You are talking about physical killing? I don't know about psychological killing, I don't know. In the secret one, you, uh, you cannot fight. Fight. Fighting. You are not allowed to fight basically. If you do not fight, you are not allowed to fight and if you start fighting, you, you fought with somebody, physical or psychological, if it was not allowed and you did it. So what are you are asking, what is the kuffara? In the Qur'an, if you open Surah al maida 5 and Ayah 89, I read for you, La youa Hidukumullah bilagvi fi aymanikum, walakin ywa khidukum bima akdatumul ayman. Fa kafaratuhu it a it amu ashalati masakina minat min ausat. Matut aymuna aelikum au kiswatuhum au tahiru rakaba. Famalam yajit fasuyamu talatati ayamin. Dalika kafaratu aymanikum. إِذَا أَيْمَانَكُمْ كَذَلِكَ يُبَيْنُ اللَّهُ لَكُمْ آيَاتِهِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ Allah will not call you to account of what is used in your oaths. But he will call you to account for your de- deliberate oaths. For atonement, atonement means kafara, in Arabic means kafara, atonement to release that from that, uh, this thing, uh, to cover that uh, sin that you have committed of fighting for kafara, Feed ten needy persons. You have to feed the ten needy persons on a scale of average for for food of your families. Whatever your average system of food, whatever average you eat, you similar food you give it to ten needy people. Not some you eat. Don't just one plate of dal in the hotel. You have to do it the same same scale. Okay. Or clothe them, same clothing what you wear. Big big five thousand rupees. That. And or, or a slave, his freedom. If the, in the interior where people are keeping the slave, you go there, talk to the fellow who is rich man, whom under his slave, you ask him to free this man. Okay. And if this is beyond your means, you cannot do three, these three acts. Then, Kafara is that you fast for three days. Remember, this specific question you are asking, the Kafara in general, in the whole Quran, any commitment you do wrong, which was an act of Allah, said it not to fight, you fought. If you are fasting, and you deliberately broke the fast, same applies. Anything that you do in the in the do's and the don'ts, whichever Allah says in the Quran, any act which you commit, which was not allowed, or which was allowed and you did not do, still you have to do the same. So what I'm saying is, you have to fast for three days. If you have no means, or you have to slave the some slave, you have to free the slave, and you have to feed the ten poor people of an average scale of your status, and same with the clothes. This is the atonement or the kafara of any or you, uh, fighting in in in, in, a, in a holy month or a forbidden month. If you break any of those, there may be some related in in hajj. There is a goat and the other things also, but at the moment, if you fight, or which is forbidden, or you debate, you have to do this: three days fast or ten people's food, of an average of your scale, not otherwise so. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, we have uh, been listening about Lailatul Qadr in connection with the first, second month Ramadan, ten nights of the month. Ten yes. nights of Ramzan. Okay. Can you clarify it? Uh, clarify it from the okay. from the Quran. Okay, you see, uh, there's an ayat in the Quran, that, yeah. surah, I, that is in uh, uh, surah surah al qadr ninety seven surah, and ayah one to five. First of all, what is in, in this? Uh, in the month of Ramadan, the Quran was sent down, right? In the month of Ramadan, I told you in my lecture also. In the month of Ramadan, Quran said that in the month of Ramadan, the Quran was sent down. And also, in the month of Ramadan, the Quran says about Laylatul Qadr. There is a specific night which is Allah has given that. What it says, I read for you: Inna fi Laylatul Qadr. Surely we have revealed it in the night of power. Now, it is referring to the Quran or the book of Allah. Wa ma adraka ma Laylatul Qadr, and you cannot perceive what the night of power is. Laylatul Qadr, khayrun min al-fishar. The night of power is better than a thousand months. Thousand months is? 83 years. 83 years. It is better than 83 years. Tanazrul malaika وَالْرُوحْ ruh بِإِنِّي رَبِّهِمْ مِنْ rabbihim min kulli هِيَ Salamun hiya hatta matla al In it from every order descends the angels and the spirit by the permission of their lord peace this is until the rising of the dawn now in the night of power in the night of power is mentioned in the quran laylatul Layl means night qadr means power in the night of power the book was sent down okay then it says what do you understand what do you comprehend about the night of power it says that it is better than 83 years or uh, 1000 years One thousand months. That's the one thousand months. What is this one thousand months and eighty-three years? Is basically if I ponder on one ayat or one essence to understand the essence of one ayat. Or if I want to ponder anything which is ordained by Allah and to understand it may take eighty-three years, which can be revealed in the night of power. That is that night's power or night of power is that you can attain essence because it says Malaika angel and the essence is descend, they are descending and whenever the revelation comes from down to on us, on mankind. So Allah is expecting that if a person is in that last month in the month of Ramadan there are 10 nights. So in that 10 nights is one night of power. So the people who are devoted, devoted in the etikaf, so that in the, that one of the night of power, the, the essence is descended, It in, in a, a person gets the essence of the message of Allah, it is better than 1000 months and 83 years, if you understand the essence. It's not that you see something in, the, in the, on the sky. You get the essence is, is better than 83 months. That is uh, Malaika and Ru have descends, angels and the spirit by the permission of the Lord, peace, this is until the rising of the dawn. This process goes on till the rising of the dawn so now people sit in the mosque searching for this night one of the nights in 10 nights last 10 nights this laylatul qadr when well, it in the it it comes in the month of ramadan that is confirmed now in duhan surah 44 and Ayah 1 to five duhan because these these ayat laylatul qadr layl Lay night of power is described in another in other place duhan surah 44 one Ayat Two is Wal Kitāb al-Mubīn, by the clarified book. Wal Kitāb al-Mubīn, this book is a clarified book. Inna anzalnahu fi lailathim mubara, mubarakah. Inna anzalna fi lailathim mubarakah. We have revealed it in the night of blessing. For surely we are the warners. Inna kunna mudhirin. Now in this. In this ayah it says this is revealed in the night of blessing. There it was night inna anzalnaul laylatim mubara that is laylatim qadr, laylatul qadr. So the same night of power is described here as laylatul barqa. That is a powerful night. Here Allah is referring as a blessed, blessed night. Why? Because you are getting the blessing of Allah's ayat in the essence. essence The malaika and angels are descending And if somebody gets the essence, it's a blessed night for him. So and and surely he says, "We are the warners." Inna kunna mundirin fiha yufraku kulla, amrin hakim. In it, order every order of wisdom has been differentiated. All the commands in the book of Allah, the orders are differentiated in the book of Allah. So in that night, if a person is the, the uh, pondering on the ayahs in the night of power or in the night of barqa in the last 10 nights of Ramadan, the orders will be differentiated to him. That is getting the again the essence of the message. Same it says, Amran min indina that order is from the nearness of us. Inna kunna surely we are the senders, we send that essence. So, is here the sender is Allah. Here the Allah is the Warner and the essence and the angel is described in that is being descended. And once the essence comes to us, any essence that comes from the ayat in that night of power or in night of barqa, like, it is better than 83 years and thousand months. Now, it this ten nights is also mentioned in the Quran in surah al fajar 89 one surah and 1 to 4 wal Fajr, wal wal wal-wathm by the dawn by the 10 nights by the even and the odd and by the night when it passes away so in this ayat it says by the dawn and laylatul qadr ends in uh, it ends in this hatta uh, matlail il fajr it ends there and here it starts with fajr and it describes of by the ten nights and it says it can be even and the odd and when the night passes by so in the ten nights you see uh, in the ten last ten nights in the twenty first of Ramadan. Person starts singing in the taqaf, and because the moon moon days are 29 or 30 days. You see, it is like this. So why it can be even and odd? Because if it is the twenty nine, it will be odd. And if it is 30, it will be 2, 4, 6, 8, 30. So it, it both one of the two night Allah has used both by the even and the odd. It was the 29th month. And Eid came. So it can be it will be 23, 25, 27, 29 and if it is 30 it would be 24 22 24 26 28 30 you followed i am say so that is why i said the you people who are sitting in the mosque they are saying it is 23rd, 25th, 27 29 but if it the month if that month was of 30 if you were fasting for 30 30 days then it will be 22 24 26 28 but if the Ramadan was of 29 days, then it will be 23, 25, 27, 29. So he says, by the even and the odd, it can be even and the odd. It all depends upon the month that you are fasting. And he said that the night will pass by. So it, it and every month in every year and every month that you are fasting it's not exactly 20, it is 29, and it is not 30. So it, if it's an even one, it will be 29. And sorry, odd. odd one. Sorry, odd will be twenty-nine, and the even will be 20, thirty. So, b- this is also mentioned the Quran. Jazakallah Brother Sheikh uh, Now we are bringing the session to the close. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi It's been descent, and once the essence comes to us, any essence that comes from the earth in that night of power or in night of barqa light like, l- l- it is better than. 83 years and thousand months. Now, it this 10 nights is also mentioned in the Quran. In Surah Al-Fajr 89 one, Surah 1-4 Wal Fajr Walayalin Ashar Wal Shafi Wal Wal By the dawn, by the 10 nights by the even and the odd. And by the night when it passes away. So in this ayat it says by the dawn. And Laylatul Qadr ends. In, uh, it ends in this. Hatta uh, Matlail Fajr. It ends there. And here it starts with Fajr. And it describes of by the ten nights. And it says it can be even and the odd and when the night passes by. So in the 10 nights, you see, uh, in the ten last 10 nights, in the 21st of Ramadan, person starts in the takaf, and because the moon moon days are a 29 or 30 days, you see it is like this. So why it can be even and odd? Because if it is a 29, it will be odd. And if it is 30, it will be 2, 4, 6, 8, 30. So, it, it both one of the two nights Allah has used both by the even and the odd. It was the 29th month, and Eid came so it can be it will be 23, 25, 27, 29, and if it is 30, it will be 24, 2, 22, 24, 26, 28, 30. You follow what I'm saying? So, that is why said the you people who are sitting in the mosque they are saying it is 23rd, 25th, 27, 29 but if it the month if that month was of 30 if you were fasting for 30, 30 days then it will be 22 24 26 28 but if the ramadan was of 29 days then it will be 23 25 27 29 so he says by the even and the odd it can be even and the odd it all depends upon the month that you are fasting and he said that the night will pass by so it, it and every month in every year and every month that you are fasting is not exactly 20, 29, and it is not 30. So if it's an even one, it will be 29, and sorry, odd one, sorry, odd will be 29, and the even will be 30. So this is also mentioned the Quran. Jazakallah, brother Sheikh. Uh, now we are bringing the session to the close. Asalaamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh.